As teachers, we ask a lot of questions. What's the first note? What's your hand position? Which finger plays the black key? What kind of note do we sing in measure eight? Are these notes stepping or skipping? But did you know that there are different kinds of questions or ways of asking questions that can actually promote learning? A good question does more than just assess student learning or mastery of a certain concept. It can actually foster a deeper level of understanding, open a space for productive dialogue, and promote self-reflection. This is important because as music educators, we love nothing more than seeing people learn and grow as individuals and as musicians. Today, I want to spend some time talking about how to ask the right kinds of questions in teaching, the ones that cultivate rich learning experiences, develop deeper understanding of a skill or concept, and lead students to begin asking questions of their own. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing field notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your ministry and teaching, and insight into a few tried and true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. There are two main types of questions, closed-ended and open-ended. Closed-ended questions typically have a yes or no answer. Now, this doesn't promote a lot of deep thinking, as the answer is typically embedded in the question. For instance, is the bottom line of the trouble staff an E? When the answer is yes or no, the learner has a 50-50 chance of getting it right, which may lead to guessing. Here are a few other examples of closed-ended questions. Is this piece fast or slow? Is that a step or a skip? Is your left hand in C position? Did you count four beats in that whole note? Closed-ended questions may work well for younger students when you're comparing things, though instead of asking something like, is the second phrase the same as the first phrase, which has a yes or no answer, I would rephrase the question to, are those phrases the same or different? This asks the learner to actually identify same and different and use that terminology, that language. The second type of question is open-ended. These are questions that begin with how or what, requiring the learner to describe something. Instead of asking, was that forte? Which requires only a yes or no answer. You might ask, what is the dynamic level for this piece? This encourages the learner to find the dynamic sign and interpret its meaning. Here are a few other examples of open-ended questions. How many beats are in each measure? What is the key signature for A major? What is the third space in the treble staff? 
How many phrases do you see? These are some of the questions I ask on a regular basis in my teaching. However, these questions are convergent, meaning they still have only one answer. The third space in the treble staff will always be C, no matter how you ask it. What about questions that have more than one answer? These are called divergent questions. And divergent questions have multiple responses and encourage creativity and reflection on the part of the learner. Here are a few questions that foster deep thinking and demonstrate musical understanding. What are some ways you can practice that section at home? What is this piece about? What do you think is the most important word or note in this phrase? How do you want this part to sound? What does the time signature tell us? What is your favorite thing about this piece? What would you do differently next time? Again, these questions can be answered in many different ways. And even if the answer you get doesn't quite match the answer you might have given, this creates a great opportunity for dialogue and deeper conversation. If you work with elementary students, and let's face it, adults too, you know that sometimes they guess answers to questions we ask, and sometimes those answers are right. This is especially true if we asked closed-ended questions with yes or no answers. Again, they have a 50-50 chance of getting it right. As educators, though, we're not interested in the right answer as much as we are seeing that they actually know the answer and doing what we can to foster deeper learning. Rebecca Alber wrote a great article for Edutopia a few years ago on insightful questions teachers can ask their students. I'll link to it in the show notes. She wrote, Many would agree that for inquiry to be alive and well in a classroom, that, amongst other things, the teacher needs to be expert at asking strategic questions, and not only asking well-designed ones, but ones that will also lead students to questions of their own. I love that. Asking questions fosters curiosity, exploration, and discovery. It's how we develop understanding about how things work and how things are put together. And as many questions as we ask our students during the course of a lesson or a class or a rehearsal, I love this perspective of leading students to ask their own questions. In the article, Rebecca outlined five simple questions to promote learning, discovery, and really hearing what students have to say. Here's what she describes. What do you think? This question gives you as the teacher insight into how the student is connecting this new information with previous knowledge and understanding. Why do you think that? You might ask this as a follow-up to the first question. This will encourage students to come up with a rationale for why they think what they do. What's their reasoning? How do you know this? This question really gets at what they know, how they understand things, and their process for figuring things out, which is important. You'll get the best answers when you ask this question. Sometimes you might get a very thoughtful, 
thorough explanation that shows you the learner has a solid grasp on the concept. Other times, the answer you'll get shows you that there's been a misunderstanding somewhere along the line that you need to address. But you gotta love the creative explanations they come up with sometimes. Can you tell me more? This is an invitation for further dialogue and conversation, an opportunity to think more deeply about the concept and demonstrate further understanding. What questions do you still have? This is an informal way to assess exactly where they are and what they might still be wondering. This will help you tailor your teaching in the next lesson or class or rehearsal to address those particular questions and concerns. A final closing thought. When you ask questions in teaching, think about what you really want to know and why, and ask questions that point to that. Do you really want to know what the key signature for G major is? I'm guessing you already know the answer to that one. Instead, you'd probably like to know that your choir can figure out what key they're singing in, or that your student is developing an understanding of tonality and how key signatures work. So think about how to phrase questions in a way that provides insight into what they know and understand. Perhaps something like, how can we figure out what key this piece is in? Here, the question becomes an invitation to an active learning experience. It's as if you're saying, talk me through your process. This gives you a valuable opportunity as an educator to step back and really assess what they know about key signatures, the steps they take to figure out the corresponding key, and what they understand about the greater concept of tonality and how that informs the playing of this piece. And it gives your students a chance to synthesize what they know, learn how to communicate that knowledge, and walk through the process of figuring it out for themselves step by step. Think about what this is like as a learner. Put yourself in that position for a minute. In the first scenario, the teacher asks, what is the key signature for G major? And you dutifully respond with, one sharp, F sharp, a fact you memorized for a theory quiz. You don't know why it's F sharp necessarily, but do you need to? You can answer the question correctly without needing to know more. In the second scenario, the teacher asks, how can we figure out what key this piece is in? Immediately, you are more engaged. Instead of just providing a rote answer, you get to explain your thought process, the strategy you use to figure this out. Do you see how simply asking a different kind of question can create a completely different experience for the learner? I hope this inspires and encourages you to be intentional about the kinds of questions you ask in your teaching. I'd love to hear, what are your favorite questions to ask in teaching? Let me know via social media or send me an email, ashley at ashleydanu.com. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanu.com slash field notes. 
You can find me on Instagram at Ashley Danu and at Ashley Danu blog on Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the series and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear more of in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.